The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhana Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart, never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. again. Ricochet with another kick right to the face. Corbin down to one knee and now down in the drop zone again. Ricochet with another opportunity. The pinpoint accuracy on those kicks should be noted. Ricochet heading up to the top rope. Corbin's in trouble. Ricochet shooting star connects. Cover on Corbin. Hook for the leg. It's over. Ricochet with a win. Here is your winner. Nikki A.S.H. taking a peek at the title. Tag. Sonya makes the tag. She's now legal. Sonya, former official. Not sure that anyone understands that Sonya is legal now, but nonetheless, Nikki A.S.H. This is the big brain of Sonya right now. Oh, oh, my, God. God. oh my goodness! A superplex off the top rope. 
out into a pile of superstars. And now Sonya Deville looks to capitalize. Nikki A.S.H. is legal as well. Sonya gets her back in the ring. Here's the cover, hook of the leg, and Sonya and Natalya advance. Here are your winners, the team of Natalya and Sonya Deville. Oh no, where is what are you fools doing? Huh? Hey, if it's beef, we can handle this in the race next week. Mm. Oh, and by the way, this ain't even our bus. <laughs> oh, no. Stupid. 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 And now Aaliyah off the apron, and oh! Meteora taking down DeVille. And Natalia now. Natalia and Sonius have one rookie mistake. Michinoku driver. Wow, what a beautiful story about redemption. Congratulations, Mr. McIntyre. I mean, who knows? Maybe right now really is your time. Or maybe not. However, take this moment and think about it, feel it, savor it, because in reality, at any given moment, I can pump my arm through the back of your head and all of your achievements will mean absolutely nothing. Tick-tock. And I'll make you a promise. A clash of the castle. I will drag that title off your lifeless body and into the belly of the red dragon. Seamus, you're a man to be respected. I give you that. But you're nothing like me. I am the Intercontinental Champion! And to protect this title, I'm gonna teach you what violence really means. In Cardiff, not only am I gonna retain this title, but I'm gonna chop your chest into bloody bits! I'm gonna break your body! I'm gonna break your spirit! I'm gonna break the man that everybody thinks cannot be broken. Seamus, the Angular will break you! Oh, look at this! Borch went after Ludwig! 
Okay. And Ludwig fighting back, and Gunther and Sheamus have not taken their eyes off one another. Side, blindsided by McIntyre, roll up by Sammy, looking to steal one here on Drew. Again, has to kick a two. And McIntyre. Claymore! Welcome to Claymore Country, Sammy Zayn! You guys, if you can't give us just a few minutes to talk to everybody to say what we need to say, just a few minutes. Come on. Stop. One thing a Viking despises more than anything in the world is weakness. And it makes us sick to see you in our ring groveling like a wounded animal. And sometimes the best thing to do for a wounded animal is to put them down. And the Viking Raiders now marching to the ring, and Kobe Kingston and Xavier Woods are vulnerable here. I mean, he's actually in a wheelchair. Put him down, he's already down. Oh, wait a minute. This is so Big Daddy cool. Oh, 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 oh. Kendo Kingston's back. Xavier Woods is healed. Unloading on the Viking Raiders with kendo sticks. The New Day set the trap, and the Viking Raiders step right into it. You say weak and wounded animals. Looks like the New Day's better than ever. <laughs> Trying to fire back up DeVille. Standing switched by Rodriguez. And Allen. Oh, oh. Look at. Oh, the Tejana bomb! Ding dong! Raquel and Aaliyah are heading to Raw in the finals. Here are your winners, the team. Oh, there's of Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Very convenient. WWE Universal Champion picking his spot. McIntyre worn down, wounded, and Roman Reigns now on the attack. Roman said he couldn't be out here for the match for Sammy and be too distracted. So he came out after the match immediately and now talking trash and looking to beat McIntyre down. Now Roman sent into the post, shoulder first, and the Usos falling McIntyre, two on one. The Usos are always there to have Roman Reigns back, but McIntyre says not tonight, fighting back against Jimmy and Jay. Jimmy and Jay Uso, a valuable part of this reign. Spear! Again, Roman takes advantage of the distraction. Understand me! The top of the mountain is mine! 
and you won't ever have it until I'm done with it. You understand me? And now Roman Reigns with a guillotine. Still rattled from the shock When they leave it in the box It's enough to call a medical yacht Stop, watch, get a lock when I rock Let them all just hop the block <laughs> Better save your name But your kitties all know the snake And bad as code for stranger things Man, stealing some vape But they never call the cops Ex-presidential with a blast Springs bird never had my own flock Miami where the basers drop And the red lights blink But you just don't stop Gotta get that quap Gotta raise them crops She popped that top and the cat is lazy Well, this rap pack is quite flavored Sammy Davis in a manger Drinking again is killing the faith in her Singing and me into her labia Kick drums humming slaving ya Split crumbs up where bacon ya See this one's cut your steak in a Sick mix above unstabler times Feeling the vibe Whipping the steaming wheel of this car that I drive They wanna see our demise They got the greenest of vibes Ignoring warnings from foes like car alarms in a night Like they don't need us, but eventually the fact is that they all 
it, motherfucker got an axe to pick. How about you? About two crews came through to break through, lose the tunics. Veteran of cool cool when you screw like two nudie eunuchs. Past life been a battle guard. Yeah. Mad mics, I done shattered y'all. Your dad's wife took a saddle off to catapult my cattle prod. It's true, dude, we bruised through them broke most to fragments. We time cruise that bitch while they all turn to ashes. Ain't fucking with no samples, cause I can't clear these classics. No need, we got that heat, besides, we don't need these bastards. Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PWC Network. Welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PWC Network. I'm your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host is back once again. Apparently, he's the interim PWC champion, but you know, be really, you know, I'm the real world champion, Jeff, but it doesn't matter. Jeff Littman, welcome to the Smack Talk, and please, come get it. What's up, dog? Uh, that, that, that was and and that phrase was as cool and current as that SmackDown intro was. <laughs> I knew you were gonna make a, a comment about that damn intro. As a matter of fact, but you know what? Maybe what's old is new again, Jeff. Maybe, Maybe we will get the fiend back any moment now. Maybe we'll get others back. Who knows? We'll wait and see. I mean, Jonah <laughs> is tailor made for Huskus the pig. <laughs> well, apparently, rumors are to be you know. If they're, if they're true, apparently he's already signed, but we don't know what's going on. And when is the right time to even bring back The Fiend? Oh, uh, I don't know. Could be next week. Maybe next week. Maybe this coming Monday. Who knows? We'll wait and see. But I think he'd be a SmackDown guy. Something tells me maybe he has joined. But I don't know if he's checked out a tweet, a particular tweet on Twitter, actually, earlier today. Uh, by, Gray uh, 6 is still up. Well, not about Bray, but about, uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. How do I forget the name? Uh, you know, Patrick. Patrick, uh, what's his last name? Velveteen Dream. Oh, Patrick yeah. Clark, right. Yeah, Velveteen Dream. Happen. You don't think so? No, that was that was just someone screwing around. I mean, first of all, Patrick Clark produced that thing himself as to promote himself, and then people were running with it. So nothing to it? You can never say nothing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say highly doubtful. Almost seems like I will a suicide thing, man. The theme right. is a virtual lock. Yeah, do you think he was commanding too much money to even consider joining AEW? Yes. 
Or was that just a play because he was never going to sign there anyway? Yes. No, I, I think there was a time when he, he was probably, you know, recalibrating. He was doing a horror film in, in Hollywood, probably wanted to see how that felt and, and you know, if, if that was going to be something that created its own momentum. But, uh, you know, most of these guys always come home. Uh, you know, not everyone's like the, the Rock who gets gig after gig after gig after gig. Can't even keep track of it. Um, I mean, not even Batista's working that constantly. Um, so, Good point. You know, but yeah, uh, you know, no, I, I, I think that I, who knows? I mean, what's AEW's budgets? What's a, I mean, we had Banana Williams unpeeled on uh, Zero News on Hammerlock Hangover, which dropped earlier this evening, um, and he's like, they have multiple, co- they have multi-year contracts, they have per-appear con- per appearance contracts, they do have short-term contracts, and they have hybrids. So, who who knows what they can and can't afford? And one thing we do know is that they spend money like water. Um, but we could probably talk more about that on the next show, which is more about Rampage. And those viewers who want to see it, just stick around. Just stay up. Just have some coffee, drink some Coke, snort some Coke, get in the AEW mood. Absolutely. Diggs BTW7 says, hey, what's up, G? What's up, G? <laughs> it's got to be Stefan Diggs. Uh, wide receiver extraordinaire well thank you for actually watching on twitch yeah what's up because we are live on twitch just quietly jeff oh cool I, good i can switch <laughs> we're also on youtube and on facebook at the pwc discussion group so yeah man we're everywhere jeff we're everywhere we're getting new viewers and listeners from everywhere jeff so that's we're cool live we're, we're live and indirect not just nationwide, but worldwide, my man. We are the worldwide leaders in sports <laughs> entertainers. <laughs> I love that. In sports entertainers. The way he says it. Get anyway, that, that great late yeah. accent. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because they're from Montreal. You wouldn't even think they would sound like that. But, you know, it's funny, though, man. They pull off a good New York accent, in my opinion, dude. Well, that's not New York. That is, that's a Chicago, well, Detroit. Chicago? Yeah. You think that's, so? That's a Great Lakes accent. Buffalo. Like, all the cities, you know. Well, Buffalo is in New York, York, though, man. Okay, when you say a New York that's accent, you're not talking about Buffalo. <laughs> that's true. I mean, the New York <laughs> accent about maybe about Queens, ends you know? right around Rye County. <laughs> Fair point. But what about the, the guys at, at Long Island? Yeah, well, I mean, that sort of end is also right around 10 miles into Suffolk County. And I meant Rockland County, not Rye County. Rye is a place, the Rockland County. Fair, um, fair point. Fair point. I mean, they do also get up the, 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 what is it, the Ticonderanda Bridge? The Ticonderanda? I can't. I, well, I, I forgot. It's been too long since I've been there. Well, they kind of remind me of like you know two sort of Guidos. You know what I'm saying? Like they're supposed to. Yeah, well, that's it. You you can have Guidos in places that are not New York. I guess you're right. Guidos are worldwide, bro. Al Capone was. (laughs) Well, and it's not just the US. It's even here in Australia because we call Guidos over here muzzers. Oh, yeah. So I'm considered like a muzzer, dude. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Apparently, yeah, I'm like a Guido. That's because you lied to everyone about what you are. You walk around, yeah, I'm Italian. Then you go, I'm Greek. Then you go, no, 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 no. I never say I'm Italian, buddy. Don't insult me. <laughs> Don't insult me. I might be with an Italian, 
but I ain't Italian. Don't even go there, Douglas? Right, please. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there. Why Douglas? But close enough. Maybe it's Douglas. No, no, no. It's D. D's nuts. D's nuts. All right. Yeah. Okay. You are with D's nuts. <laughs> it's always back to penis, Jeff. Always. Anyway. Great TV. Let's. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into Friday night SmackDown. Uh, we're coming from Detroit, Michigan, right on the border. With ah, speaking Canada, of Detroit, eh? speaking of Great Lakes. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And we start off with a promo from Happy Corbin where he says Ricochet isn't a star because he has no staying power and he's going to win tonight. And then we get our first matchup of the evening between Happy Corbin and Ricochet. And I must say, I actually didn't mind this match. And I'll be honest, man. Is Corbin really such a bad worker? No, he's not such a bad worker, he's but not. he's such a good worker, and he and he really has no character other than a jerk. I mean, Pat McAfee is the only thing that makes it uh, tolerable, but Ricochet's music doesn't have the boing 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 and the the Ricochet bullets, so that's better. And he's coming out oh, like yeah. a Power Ranger again, and he did his superhero pose. So, I mean, listen, I enjoy Ricochet being Ricochet. So, you know that that that's definitely cool. Uh, but you know. You know, Cor- Corbin is, I-, I don't know who he reminds me of. It's sort of like Greg the Hammer Valentine, but at least Greg the Hammer Valentine had like 10 years of being taken seriously. And had no personality. Yeah, absolutely no personality. <laughs> like I mean, but that, that was his personality. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, he was the hammer. Remember the ting, right. ting at the start of his, right. <laughs> I did. his theme. Listen, this is how stupid a kid I was. I really wanted him to be in a tag team with Jim the Anvil Neidhart, so it would be the hammer and the anvil. <laughs> oh, that is pretty bad, actually. Yeah, just because of the I, name. I never thought of that as a kid, I must say, and I was a fan of both of theirs for whatever reason as a kid. Oh, I mean, you, I love weren't around when you were a kid. Yes, they were around, but during the latter years, well, during the Anvil Neidhart, definitely. Greg the Hammer Valentine, it was towards the end of his career, obviously, in WWE. That's how I got to know him. But I did watch his old NWA stuff with, you know, Roddy Roddy Piper at Starcade 83, I think it was. I believe oh, yeah, it was some the, of the, that. The, the, the collar match. Right, yes, the dog collar match. I was one years old, so I, I didn't watch it live, obviously, right? But I did go back and watch it. At, oh, but yeah, that was just basically the cosplay of the Junkyard Dog match. Yeah, that's true, too. Wasn't that back in Memphis, though, that match? I think it was further south. I think I think it was like Oof. in Alabama. Jeez. Now we're going way, way back, way before my time, obviously, clearly. I mean, I got into professional wrestling from, like, 86. That's when I really remember, like, watching stuff. And then, you know, it's off to the races. It's all downhill from there, if you want to call it that, Jeff. Yeah, I have to be honest. <laughs> at, at that time, the southeast, the, there was Florida, the southeast, and the northeast. Uh, you know, and then so all all of those states and and federations all to me were one thing until I got to Emory and they would have a block of seven hours of one hour shows from all of the different territories. Oh, that would have been awesome growing up. See, for me growing up, man, not only did I have to go to the video store to get a lot of the you know newer pay per views at the time, but I also had to like I never knew when it was going to be shown on television at the time. It was just sort of randomly shown. You know what I mean? So if I got if I got to catch it, there'd be a random pay per view or like a WrestleMania and whatnot. And then finally, cable blew up over here in the early nineties, and then I got to watch everything live, as everyone cool. else does worldwide. 
it was great and terrible at the same time. So 605 to 805, you had uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling, which became WCW. Um, yeah, of course. And then there was this block of seven hours straight. And not all of those feds ran all year round, but they always had seven hours of wrestling. So every now and then you'd randomly get WWF superstars or you'd <laughs> get something from like some fed that you never heard of before, would never see again or wouldn't see for like four months or six months. Uh, and the, on another channel after the seven hours block was over, they would run a W like WWF would have like one of their syndicates, probably superstars again, but I'm not, I'm not sure about which one it was. Superstars was always the standard show. Like even for me growing up, like superstars, superstars, you know what I mean? Like always over the years and Saturday night's main events, of course. So cool college social life. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, during college, the college years for me, I mean, all I cared about was professional wrestling. I mean, it was, like I said, I've said this before. I would literally be out with my boys and whatnot, and I would run home if I had to, just to watch Raw or whatever was on it at the time. You know what I mean? I'd be like, I'm coming back out later. I didn't care. That's how hooked I was. And I mean, look, it's one of those things that you'll never snap out. Well, obviously, you and I will probably never snap out of it. Like, it just, you can try. There was times where I wasn't watching it. Yeah, but I always right. came back to it. You know what I mean? And it is what it is. Call it a sickness. Call it an obsession. I don't know. But we're still there. <laughs> and we're well into our, like, you know, we're getting there in age now. But anyway, let's get into back to the first matchup. And Ricochet ends up winning by pinfall with a shooting star press. Um, bad match. I actually enjoyed Corbin sort of throwing around Ricochet all over the place. I kind of found that a bit amusing. But nevertheless... Ricochet ends up winning. Um, we move on to the back where we see the Street Profits running into Hit Row backstage. This kind of made me, kind of made me laugh. Hit Row tell them they've kind got the smoke. Cringe. Really? Oh well, I found it kind of funny. And Angelo Dawkins notices something similar about all of them, which is they're all about the money. Oh, Jeff, yeah, I don't want to cause controversy. Or is it because they're all black? Well, I mean, the two things combined: all about the money, all about the money. I mean, come on. I mean, it just felt stereotypical here, dude. Exactly. That's why I said that. That's right. Then that's I found that to be cringe. And you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really know why they'd be down with all that. Uh, well, I, know. I know, right? That's what I think too. Like in my mind, I'm thinking, tell me they don't know this. You know what it really is. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they would see for what it is, right? Right. And listen, I was someone that for years thought the street profits profits was spelt like profits like like Muhammad and you know uh, <laughs> Jesus were profits. And then when I then when they hey, came you know to what? I, so did yeah, I, I. Now that I think about it, man, <laughs> you know, and and because I was like, sense, it, it can't possibly be profits money because that just means that they're it's drug dealers or pimps. I right. mean, <laughs> uh, what what else are street profits? That's that's you know hustling. That's sort of you know yeah. you know fencing stolen goods. And no, it was <laughs> yeah. profits. So I mean, Stereotype. it makes sense to say they're all about the money, but they they haven't mentioned that in like years. Yeah, that's kind of weird, dude. You're right. I mean, like I said, for whatever reason, they seem to be down with it. And if that's know. the case, whatever. I mean, listen, but yeah, I, I need more. to shake myself of this woke progressiveness. If it's, I guess, if it's okay <laughs> with them, it's okay with me. I mean, that's three, it. What the fuck are we worried about? Were just resigned voluntarily. <laughs> so I, obviously, this is what they signed up for. But see, there's the problem, though, Jeff, even though this is not the right time to talk about it, but if they're cool with it then, but then they're not cool with it outside of that environment. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, but maybe they think like they're playing a role there you know, on, a, on a TV show. And, in fact, 
they are. I mean, I know oh, yeah, wrestling, wrestling operates in this sort of strange, you know, yeah. middle stage, but in essence, it's a TV show and their actors playing a part. Um, I guess you're right. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll if Vince we'll McMahon can get away with knockdown. true. Well, I was going to say, if Vince McMahon can get away with the, you know, using the N word <laughs> to John Cena on freaking television, what can I say? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh-huh. Anyway, it is what it is. Well, uh, anyway, we come back from commercial. We get on. Uh, we get another video package for Drew McIntyre, which they're really hyping him up on this episode, Jeff. They sure, and sure his are. heritage. They really are. And his heritage and his journey to a title match in his own homeland, which is not exactly his homeland, but All whatever. Britain. Yo, that's right. I'm sorry, I forgot. He's the first British yeah. champion. I, I've never heard a Scotsman call themselves British. Unless they're pro-Queen. There, there is Scots that are like that, actually, Jeff, believe it or not. I, I'm sure there are. I mean, there, there, there's always, but... The Protestants are, anyway, usually. Yeah, of course. So, you know, and they probably drink Protestant whiskey. They probably do. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing, just quietly, but if it is, <laughs> yeah, I guess they do drink that. Anyway, Killer Cross cuts a promo about how Jew's dreams mean nothing, and his time is coming. Wait, wait, wait. Um, you, you, you... Okay, so... The whole the whole arena gets the killer cross opening on the stage, the whole big opening, yeah. and then we go to like a pre-recorded black and white segment. I mean, that was just weird. Now I didn't hear a word you said because I just saw Scarlet. Yeah, she looked different, dude. Almost didn't recognize her. I'm like, who the hell's that? She had a lot of makeup, dude. That's for sure. I mean, I, I don't mind it. I dig the look, but uh, she oh, she has very a, she different has a face. Uh. Yeah, I believe she does. And speaking I, of faces, I never, where's... I never got that uh, far. I know what you were looking at, obviously, mm-hmm. clearly. But speaking of uh, of females, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where's... Yeah, my, this guy won the dollar club for Smack, Smack Talk. I know I'm on the wrong network for that one. Actually, you're not, because... <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, oh, speaking of uh, those guys... Um, did you actually join the show? Me and Chris ended up going way too long. As, did I, did I, I actually join the show? You mean, did, did I honor my commitment to be there on time? Yes, of course I did. Jeff, they knew I was going to run late. But then to my surprise, when I went to join the show, you guys only went an hour? Yeah. I mean. What the hell, bro? Dude, that, that was my second of three podcasts yesterday. My first being with you <laughs> doing the skirmish. Uh, not the skirmish, I'm sorry. sorry. Doing the I can't remember. Oh, yes, it was machismo. And then I had the Hammerlock Hangover last night. So I, I did sorry. three wrestling shows yesterday. No, we, we well, so did I, mister. I, I had two, I mean, three as well, actually. Well, as, as far as I know, fact. that's your only job, though. Yep. Shut up, Jeff. All right. <laughs> You work from home, all right? You've got time to do it whenever you feel like it. You do just as many shows as I do, if anything. Including your own, I'm saying. Including your own. I'm the greatest. That's why I'm the Emperor and PWC champion. We're both great. And that's why I am the real world PWC champion. Because I do other shows too, damn you. You couldn't hack it. That's why they had to make me interim champion. You know what? Let's, Let's play a little game, actually. From now on, from this time on, to... To lay claim to who the real world champion actually is, okay. I, I think from now on, whoever does the most shows in the oh, week no. is I, the champ. I pray you win. Well, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Maybe it could be you. I don't want to. <laughs> well, you want to be champion? The challenge is there. Not this way. I'm not that hungry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you better. You I'm better happy to be Iron Mike Shark. 
Uh, Iron Mike Shark. Just, uh, call a me shark, a job. Iron Mike Shark. Yeah, Iron Mike Shark. <laughs> I don't want to infringe on anyone's uh, intellectual property. Uh, fuck it hell. Anyway, all right. Anyway, like Killer Cross just pretty much said nothing other than he hopes Drew's dreams mean nothing and his time is coming. That, that's exactly what he said, bro. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Well, anyway, we get Shotzi Blackheart and Zaya Lee make the entrance to send us to the break as we get a Dana Brooke and Tamina versus <laughs> Dewdrop and Nikki Ash versus Natalia and Sonya Deville versus Shotzi Blackheart and Zaya Lee for your WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament last chance qualifying match. You know what Jesus, the best part of this, this match was is that we didn't have to see the, the ending for all four of the teams. I agree. Well, that's true. He just kicked in, didn't it? Yeah, I didn't notice that until you just mentioned it. But Natalia and Sonya Deville win by pinfall with a lateral, excuse me, with a lateral press from Deville on Nikki Ash. Big whoop. Who cares, right? Pretty much, yeah. I was, well, but uh, but they were set up. I mean, they were the, the the story here is that Aaliyah got taken out by Natty around midway through the match and was useless. Like, it was basically Raquel beating the other teams. Uh, oh, this is the wrong match. I'm, we're still on the fatal. Oh, yes, it is the wrong match. Yeah, yeah sorry, you're sorry. Right. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what it. you were talking you're about wrong. there. <laughs> Speaking about paying attention. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, do you do you remember what match we were talking about here, Jeff? I don't even remember what show we're talking about. Well, it was in the end, Natalia and Sonny Deville win by pinfall with a lateral press from Deville on Nikki Ash, as I said. Anyway, let's move on from that. We get the brawling brutes. I mean, the brawling brutes making the entrance as we go to the break. And uh, we come back from commercials, though. We get a hype reel for the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler. But then Sheamus comes out. He gets on the mic and cuts a promo about how he's going to win the Intercontinental Championship at Clash at the Castle. Right, before I start with this, the, the, the one thing I thought they stopped doing, they did. They they had the three of them standing in that ring that in, through the commercial break and the and the video package and some other commercials. I mean, it, it was, yeah, I mean, I just feel like bad for that. I thought they were done doing that shit. Yeah, well, clearly they're not. They're doing that week in, week out, actually, as a matter of fact. But um, I guess the brawling brutes are a thing again. I thought we were done with this. Never. Last week they went together, even the week before. Yeah, people get time off. I guess. I mean, whatever. But nevertheless, they're back anyway. Um, we get Imperium also making the entrance as Ludwig Kaiser recites his spiel about the, the Celtic warrior. Cuts him off, though, to say that nobody knows what he's saying. So just zip the old shut up for a second now. His beef is with Gunther, who calls himself the ring general, but Seamus claims that he's, in fact, the real ring general. Jeez. He's faced the best of the best and beat everyone, every one of them, from Drew McIntyre to Randy Orton to John Cena to Roman Reigns and even the King of Kings himself, Triple H. And nobody in this business has had a banger after banger after banger after banger like he has. And the truth is, he sees a lot of himself in Gunther and it's been years since he's seen someone with the same brutal physical qualities and just like him, he likes to go to war in this ring. But he's got something he wants, and that's the Intercontinental Championship, Jeff. So at Clash at the Castle, Sheamus will drag that title off his lifeless body and into the belly of the Red Dragon. As Gunther says, he'll teach Sheamus what violence really means. And in Cardiff, he won't just retain the title, but he'll chop his chest 
into bloody bits, break his body and his spirit, and break the man that everybody thinks he cannot be broken. As Gunther and Seamus stare each other down, as stock still in the chaos while their seconds all brawl. Uh, that was kind of funny. I do like this segment. I do like how uh, Butch, Kaiser, and uh, Holland <laughs> were brawling amongst themselves, although it looked like uh, Ludwig was getting the upper hand on both of them, Jeff. Yeah, th- th- I mean, Rich Holland looked like a dork in this because, I mean, he was not holding his own. Either don't bring no. him out or, you know, drop don't the Giovanni Vinci thing and, and let Imperium <laughs> be Imperium. Um, but yeah, that, that, that wasn't the main event. The main event was Gunther and Sheamus. I thought Sheamus's promo was pretty good. I mean, he, he drops himself a few too many times. But yeah, I mean, he, he didn't emphasize enough that the Intercontinental Championship is the one title he's never had. But okay, but, but it's cool. Uh, listen, yeah, I, I dig it. And I think everyone liked how the two of them were never broke their gaze staring at each other um, cool. while there was th- this chaos around them. And so, yeah, it was... This was a good segment. It, it, it sold it. It's going to be a brutal match. Only two things is that Gunther really doesn't look... This, this is the problem with indie darling giants. They don't look like giants next to like what we He's used to think of regular-sized wrestlers. Right, right, like, right, right. Like Sheamus is a, looks to be... He's a tall guy, though. Yeah, Sheamus is probably about 6'4", solid 250-ish or so. And he looks, he's bigger than Gunther. So, you know, I know that's not everything. And Gunther certainly looks like, a, like uh, you know, you don't want to mess with him. But, you know, Seamus looks like the more imposing presence. And he's got two backup. And Gunther's only got the one with a with a poofy hair. Yeah, very poofy hair, as a matter of <laughs> Extremely poofy. But also extremely German, if that makes any sense. You know that metrosexual German look? If that yeah, makes any maybe, sense, yeah, definitely like uh, late eighties uh, nouveau alternative band. Uh, yeah, I don't like the way. Not, nothing against Germans, uh, but just you know what I mean. There's just they can't take them just, seriously either. No, no, no. I can take them seriously. Big They're like the new I Indians. Can. No, hell no. Nothing's like Indians other than maybe Bangladeshis. Oh my goodness! Uh, Pakistanis. Anyway, I, I, I will not continue <laughs> because you, you know what's Sri funny, Lankans. Jeff. I love Sri Lankans, bro. Yeah. No, no, no. But for, honestly, we do have listeners in India, believe it or not. I, I know, I do. Well, well we do here at the PwC Network. As well as we so show. if they're not offended, <laughs> if they haven't been offended yet, they're, that's they're probably thing. expats. Maybe they probably are more than likely. No, actually, they wouldn't be because. Uh, Oh, who knows? Who the fuck knows? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't have a clue. Anyway, let's Mahabharata. move on. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, where were we? Because we finished that segment as we get, again, Natalia and Sonny Deville are interviewed backstage while Dewdrop and Nikki Ash vigorously bicker in the background, as I was saying earlier. They demand respect for themselves and their victory and claim they're really starting to find their groove. And Alaya and Raquel should be very concerned tonight, Jeff. Should they? Mm-hmm. They should. I guess they should. Because you got the most. The most buoyant woman in in wrestling. (laughs) And not very bougie after all, right? I was talking about the the boat, Natalia. Oh, man. She's starting, man. Have you seen those lips, dude? Walking flotation device. (laughs) 
<laughs> but perfectly rounded, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, she's just uh, like a fire hydrant with blonde hair. <laughs> fire hydrant. Oh, man. I, people like it, I guess. I mean, I, you might judge, right? I mean, no, listen, different strokes for different folks, but. Uh, Listen, when when Sonya is the is the, out of the four of them, the one who oozes the most charisma is probably she's a the lesbian. problem. No, <laughs> she's a lesbian. I'm just saying. I mean, she she doesn't come across like she's a lesbian personally. You're a lesbian. I am a lesbian. I there am. Lesbian friends. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's go back though, because uh, we get Bailey making the entrance, flanked by her pals Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Um, I was surprised to see these three come out on SmackDown. Then again, I'm not really because I, I don't even know what's going on. Sorry, you groaned. I groaned as soon as I heard. It, I'm like, oh, not again. We're fucking Bailey. It was you. It was you, <laughs> it was you and I talking about this, right? I think last week mm-hmm. on the Machismo, I believe. And um, it was like just yesterday. It does. It actually does seem like it was yesterday. Maybe it was about three days ago. But still, um, I just want to point out, I'm going to have to agree again to what we said a few days ago. I mean, who is she? No one cares, dude. No one's even... They're not getting any reactions, bro. No. And the... the I don't know if they were supposed to do this or if this was just shtick. I mean, it was good to see Cole and Bailey resume hostilities and Pat, you know, sort of being, you know, on the side of the talent. Sure. He doesn't seem to care whether he's a heel or a face. He's sort of always with the talent. Um, right. But they were ignoring Dakota and Io as well. And she kept saying, don't forget about Dakota and Io. Don't forget about them, the best women. <laughs> I had to go around the world to Japan and New Zealand and right, bring right, them from right, NXT. Right. No, they, they were in Orlando. Do that. We we know where they were. Um <laughs> I don't yeah, know. and this this is a I feel Jeff, this is a sinking ship that's rapidly well, gonna start. I, I think we might be getting our fourth horsewoman soon. You think? And who the who could that be, Jeff? Well, what I what I was uh rushing to earlier when I was uh doing analysis interrupt us, um the, the story of this match was that the uh Aliyah couldn't hang. She got taken out by Natty with you know a rather routine, you know, uh, body slam or something outside. Uh, and Raquel was fighting off Sonia and Natty by herself, and at some point she went for the tag, and she realized she was on her own, and she sort of nodded. She's like, okay, I got this. I'll take this, and and she did win, and she seemed happy enough with Aaliyah at the end, but, you know, if that happens two matches in a row, and it will, she's going to she's gonna snap and, and join her old friend Dakota because this, this team, that, that group needs some muscle. Yeah, and she's the right one. For muscle, right? She, she's t- well, she's big and she's terrible as a face, and that stupid smiley thing is. I mean, it's just it do- it doesn't work for anyone. I don't know. I don't know why. Like yeah. it's like a wrestler trope. It doesn't. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't. But what do you do? It is what it is. I guess we'll see what happens anyway. Um, as we come back from commercials, though, we get Sami Zayn knocking on Roman Reigns' door once again. As the Usos greet him and give him a hard time for losing last week. And Sammy says he thought Roman would want to see him after last week. As Reigns peeks his head out and tells Zayn to come on in. He tells Sammy to go ahead and take a seat. And Zayn asks how everything's going. <laughs> he plays his role so well, just quietly. Roman yeah. says it's it's okay. And Sammy says his jaw is still a little sore from last week. Reigns reminds him that he lost. 
and Zayn half-heartedly tries to beg off. Roman says sometimes bad things happen so we can redeem ourselves and he thanks Sammy for helping him out last week. There's something that family will do, Sammy says. He's happy to do it and he wants Roman to know he can count on him for anything. Reigns then says that's good because he needs another favor. He needs Drew occupied and with his eye off the ball, Zayn says his match against Drew tonight is a perfect opportunity and he'll get in his head. By the time he gets to Cardiff, Roman will be able to knock him over with ease. Sammy tries to get them to help, but Rain says, as trouble chief, he's a distraction out there. And Zayn turns right around and thanks him for the opportunity to prove himself. He shakes hands with Roman and Jimmy, but Jake gives him the cold shoulder and shows him the door. And then he gives him kind of a pat on the back. But I just want to say, Jeff, <laughs> watching all these guys interact always makes me laugh. And just seeing Sammy Zayn look like the biggest Mark Tart and play it so well. Just pops me, dude. Well, the, the the best part was seeing Jay not able to control himself and laughing and trying to hide it. Right, right. That's true. That's like, true. Right from That's the beginning true. of the segment, even in the hallway, he started cracking up. You can tell he likes the motherfucker. Come on, of course, it's funny. <laughs> it's Sammy's good. This is the, absolutely. This this was probably the highlight of the show. Uh, you know, right, right up until the end, with maybe the exception of the stare down. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, yeah, that the stare down and that and this segment that we just talked about is by far the best highlights of the and, night. And Scarlet's underboob. And, and Scarlet's underboob. Okay. And and tell Kevin Cross, Killer Cross, whatever his name is, Karrion Cross, get rid of the hair, bro, please. You got to, man. I'm not, anyway, I'm not telling him anything. Tell Kevin Castle to tell him then. How's that? Shout out to Kevin Castle. You tell him um, yourself. You guys are good friends. I will tell him. Maybe I will tell him. I will tell him, as a matter of fact. Anyway, um, Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez. I'll tell him. Well, whatever. We'll see. Actually, Kevin Castle's due to be on the show, but, you know, he seems a little busy lately. True, Jeff? I mean, I guess he's... Uh, I hope he's busy. His schedule he schedules a bit, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's with the soup. He's still on the the Don Tony Network. He's got the Castle and Chicky show. He's got the, the I know, damn it, he's, I'm the former got, producer. Damn it, he should jump on my show in a heartbeat. He's he's, he's booking clubs. He's has like nine thousand cats. Wow, only nine thousand cats. Only nine thousand. Yeah, he's he's damn. he's one thousand short of a full div battle division. <laughs> I thought he had more than that, Jeff. I mean, what's, I'm disappointed, Kev. My information, on, man. My information is maybe. Over. I'm not. A, I'm not a very good friend. <laughs> uh, I'd say you're pretty good friends with him. Come Aww. on, come on. No, I'm not a good friend. Period. Not. not I'm not talking oh, about. Well, this, yeah. This, well, that's that's castle. on you. That's that's you saying that about yourself. But anyway, right. in, enough of best friends and good friends and who's a bad friend and who's not. Gotta because we got a bad match. Well, we do, but we've got a real bad match coming up between Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez. Versus Natalia and Sonya Deville in a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament oh, semi-finals. So I spoiled this match now twice already. You have, and uh, <laughs> there's not much to report on other than Ali and Raquel Rodriguez win by pinfall with a one-armed power bomb from Raquel Rodriguez on Sonya Deville. Jimmy Crack Corner, and clearly we don't really care. Yeah, but the two teams of finalists square off in the ring as we go backstage to a maximum male model photo shoot. <laughs> He's kind of funny. Let me say one thing: the, these it. women's tag teams are terrible, terrible, terrible. They have no chemistry with each other. 
I have no idea why they pair. I mean, at least Natalia and Tamina were former tag team champions. So why wouldn't they be tagging together again? I mean, I, I because these things make no sense. They don't. And uh, this is what I was talking about when it's back to business once again in that old WWE style of things, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It is what it is. I guess we're bound to have a... And like I said, it wasn't a bad show. It was just a nothing show. Like, it just meant nothing, really. I mean, there were parts that meant something, but no, most of it meant nothing. But, yeah, you're right. We, we were coming to maximum male models. Um, so I'm going to yes. let you take this, guy because I know this is your favorite segment. Well, you know, I mean, anyway, as I was saying, we go backstage to a Maximum Male model photo shoot. Hit Row then interrupt with a singing tour bus, and Max Dupree gets upset. Maxine, though, has an idea, Jeff, and walks off as we go to the break. But as we do come back from commercial, Maxine Dupree returns with Los Lotharios, I mean Lotharios, in tow. They have spray paint and claim it's a solution to the Hit Row bus problem. Automatically, though, Jeff, I get pictures of Hulk Hogan spraying NWO on the portable. Right. Uh, you've seen and, the memes. And when in doubt, something else. you know, look look for the Latinos to be spray painting things. Well, I mean, course, more stereotypes. Of course, bro. Well, come on. This is, come mean, on, man. So, this is WWE. So, so bro, they remembered there was an interaction between Maxine and Los Lotharios. Khan, Absolutely. this is what they came up with. This is what they came up with, bro. So, as we're saying, they have the spray paint and it's claim to a solution to the hero bus problem. As New Day are in the ring, Xavier Woods in a wheelchair and Mike's in hand. So we cut away from that. We get back to that momentarily. Really. Uh, but anyway, Woods gets on the mic and says, this is hard. And they really underestimated the Viking Raiders. Then Kofi Kingston admits they've been getting their asses hand, uh, kicked over and over the last few weeks. And Ivar cracked his ribs on a splash. Xavier then says they have to face a harsh reality. They saw the Viking funeral and saw them burning boxes of videos and New Day shirts. They talk like they're contemplating accepting the end of the New Day when the Raider horns or the Raiding horns go up into the Viking doofuses. They say this is pathetic, and they gave New Day a proper send-off via Warriors Right. And instead of leaving with honor, they're out here sneezing or sneeveling Woods asks if they can't just have a few minutes to say what they need to say. And Eric says, a Viking despises weakness more than anything in the world. It makes him sick to see Xavier in the ring like a wounded animal. And sometimes the best thing for a wounded animal is to be, you know, to put them down. They get in the ring and corner Woods before turning to Kingston. And Xavier throws the blanket off to reveal a walking boot and kendo sticks. And they go to town on the Viking ra Raiders as Woods unstraps the boot and throws the wheelchair at the Raiders as we go to the break. Sorry, but they look like two doofuses in this segment, Jeff. Yeah, they were doing their best Jungle Boy impersonation with, with yeah. uh, Christian. I mean, they're saying, yeah, we're going to put you down and you're pathetic, and they get in there and they're just walking around. I mean, just attack. Just starting attacking. Attack. Yeah, this, this was, uh, I don't know. I was not impressed with this. Neither were you, apparently. And I don't know why kendo sticks are so so scary. And I don't know why these idiots would throw down the, their shields when they're... Yeah, where the were the shields? Weapon. That's what I was thinking. They fucking used them last time. Why didn't they use them this time? Exactly right. I, I mean, I, you know, and... 
whatever. I mean, everyone knew when Xavier is sitting there with a giant blanket, that he's hiding something under the blanket. And the only, and the only thing that made this worse is that he couldn't get the uh, the boot off his leg, so he's hobbling around with the boot. I mean, and and the, the Vikings still can't overcome because the kendo sticks and a, and a guy limping around. I mean, Vikings should be it's able to handle pale. bamboo. <laughs> yeah. No shit, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, people do know that kendo sticks are like for practice. That's true too. That's what they are. They're fucking for practice. They don't really hurt. I mean, they hurt. It's more like a slap, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. But Vikings who who you know uh, love the battle, they crave the battle. The gray, they they crave the killing. And I heard on one some podcast that, that it was Sarah Logan or Sarah Rowe who was officiating the funeral, and so they they. They decided that Sarah Rowe was back with WWE. I don't really care one way or another, but I'm not sure that she's actually back with them, or maybe they just gave her that paying gig. Well, whoever said that is uh, full of shit because uh, clearly she's not back. And second of all, I don't even want her back. Oh, who cares? She, she was never that talented anyway, in my opinion. But anyway. No, she, she, was um, worst, she was the worst of the Riot Squad, and all three of them are back. And they were pretty bad. Exactly. So, well, I will that. say that, that Liv and Ruby are better than any of the current women's tag teams that they're, we're watching right now on the main roster. Well, yeah, I mean, th that's true, too, also. And they could probably use yeah. each other right now sure if could. they had the opportunity. But, unfortunately, they're in different companies. Um, anyway, we come back from commercial, though. We get an ad for Undertaker's one-man show in Wales coming up. Cool. As we cut back to the maximum male models tagging Hit wait, Rose wait. Bus. The Undertaker's one man show. What, what is he doing stand up? <laughs> That'd be funny if it was, but no, I assume it's a, it's so, like a questionnaire. The other day I saw in the cemetery there was a skeleton like tap dancing, <laughs> and I said, What's wrong? You got the shakes? He says, No, I got the rattles. <laughs> <laughs> what, up, what up, Piers? What up, Piers? <laughs> maximum male models, worst gimmick ever. I kind of like it in a in a dumb way. No, I, I agree. You know what I mean? It, I mean, I don't know if it's the worst gimmick ever, but it's not. It's definitely not not in consideration. I mean, Norman the Lunatic might be the gobbledygooker. Uh, <laughs> Rufus Security. There, there's been there's Rufus some, was great, bro. Come on, the the the, the, the Godwin. Are you me? I don't know. There's been some bad ones, but this this is this is Rufus. right there up there. I mean, this is worse than Retribution. Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Retribution was pretty fucking bad. It, it was booked terribly, but I, I don't know. It, I mean, at least it didn't start off as stupid. I don't know. They're both... <sighs> they're, 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 I mean, we're talking about hideous, hideous factions. They're pretty hideous. But Pierce Austin goes on to say in the chat, they keep trying to bury uh, Eli Drake with dumb names and he just gets over, but these Maximum Models, come on. I, I mean... Can, okay. It's terrible. He's good. Eli Jake, unfortunately, is getting fucking chicken shit. And he does turn it into chicken salad, but he's got we'll paid. That's it. That's all that matters. And he's in the big leagues. I mean, you know, that's going to count for something, right? Hopefully, he'll be fine. Hopefully, Triple H does see his potential. You know what I'm saying? Because he is a great talker and still probably one of the best talkers in the company. There's there's no reason he can't be a solo star and carry a quarter of an hour with somebody else. I mean, there's there's no reason. For I agree. It. I agree one hundred percent. Um, anyway, we like I was saying, we do get Undertaker's one man show, but then we cut back to Maximum Male Models tagging Hit Row's bus when Hit Row ends up rolling up. They challenge them to match to a match, 
and then point out that it's not even their bus and call them stupid. This whole segment was stupid. But anyway, mm-hmm. the street the street prophets then get out of the bus. And, and of course it's not their them. bus. They've been unemployed for the last year. <laughs> no, I don't have a bus. <laughs> right. Well, they survey the wreckage while the models scatter off. Uh, I guess we're going to get a maximum male models matchup against the Street Profits next week. Well, I think it's going to be Los Lotharios versus the Street Profits first. Oh, yeah, more than likely. You're right. You're probably right. Um, anyway, we leave that fucking wreckage to the Usos rolling up to chat with Sami Zayn. Jimmy tells Sami that Roman doesn't talk like that to everybody, and this is a really big deal. Jay tells him when he wears that shirt, he better level up and rise to the occasion, and then yells at him, to never disrespect him or his family and handle his business, he pretty much repeats himself here, Jeff, for the last three weeks straight. Speaking about leveling up, they need to get rid of that Megan Morant, who is terrible. She's a stick. She has no personality. She's not attractive. And replace her with level ups, backstage commentator, former Quinn McKay, hyphen Lipman, Kelly Kincaid. Get a little personality on that show. Wow. Let her go back wow. to the to the bow tie and, and glasses, sort of like the the super cute librarian gimmick where she's where she's the the bouncy uh quirky uh backstage interviewer get a little personality on that show just like pat in the back so so as in the front so as in the back agreed agreed 100 pierce says in the chat my point every other person whose name changed the crowd would chant the old name at them, but never happens to Drake when he turned up as LA Knight. Well, I don't think the fan base really know him well enough yet, Pierce, to be honest. Yeah. And it was also, really it was, he made sure to make it the same cadence. So he would do E, Lai, Drake. He did L, A, Knight. Max Dupree is a whole different thing. Max Dupree, come on. You could do it, but just drop it and go to LA Knight. This is dumb. You know, like, you know, Elias's guitar should hit him, hit him on the head, and they should hit Elias back. And Elias remembers he's really Ezekiel, and and uh, Max remembers he's LA Knight. I hope so. Hopefully, I mean, he kind of does. He could sort of um, mold into the LA Knight character through Max Dupree in many ways because there's kind of similarities there. But whatever, we'll see. Um, Pierce also said, "Hero without swerve is just a no." I kind of agree. <laughs> I kind of agree, although I like Top Dollar, but I look at it like Swerve's group, unfortunately. But I guess Swerve jumped the gun, man, and went, you know, straight over to AEW. I'd Hopefully rather be doing what it. Swerve is doing than what the what they're doing. True, I guess. Well, he'd rather Swerve in their glory holes, Jeff, over there in AEW. So Stupid uh, name, but he's he's working one, you know, one day a week, maybe, and having wrestling twice a month and making a full time salary and he's a tag team champion. So what? You know, what's to complain about? Right. True. I guess you're right. Um, we get another video package for Drew McIntyre documenting his return to WWE as Drew makes his entrance and then we go back to a break. I mean, all this show, the whole show, man, they were just hyping up Drew like he's going to win the WWE Championship or the Universal Undisputed WWE Championship, whatever it's called. Uh, but I still think he was going to lose anyway come Clash of the Castle. I don't think so. I don't think they can do all. You don't of it. think so? Yeah, we'll I see. mean, last time they last time they did this when they had him doing like the training, like carrying boulders and like throwing logs, like an Olympian on um, what was supposed to be Scottish Hills. He he won the championship during the COVID mania. The COVID mania, true. It's almost like you forget about that. But we do move on to our main event, which is between Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn. 
Um, it's basically Zany circling, bailing to the floor and going back inside, cutting McIntyre off. We stomps, but Drew grabs his leg, stops him. Wait, have you, have as- you heard the Cardiff rumors about uh, who, who, the things that might be happening at the ending? So apparently Cross will not be a Cardiff. Not a, he's not at all. Um, I don't know if that's a Vax thing or not, or you know, I don't want to be spreading rumors, although I just did um, unintentionally. But Tyson Fury is supposed to be there. Austin really? Theory is rumored to maybe attempt a cash-in. Not clear if it's going to be successful or not. And that may be when they let him in. Ah, I see. I see. Um, cool. As long as it makes sense. But why is he letting himself in? And who's letting him in? And Well, I, I, don't, know get any gonna, I don't know if he'd be targeting Roman, if he'd be targeting a championship, if he'd be targeting Drew. I mean, a, a psychotic killer clown doesn't make a lot of sense as a face, at least not off the bat. So he, I imagine yeah. he'd be targeting Drew, and then you know maybe uh, maybe he scares the shit out of Austin Theory, who's uh, attempting a cash, and then thinks better of it. Hmm. Doesn't want to wall, hey, be- wall, run through a wall of flame. I would be cool with it. I won't lie. I'd be definitely cool with it. I'm down, but uh, yeah, I, we'll I, see. Listen, Look. I'm less in, interested in Tyson Fury than any of them. I don't mind Tyson Fury as a boxer and whatnot, but really, I don't care about him when it comes to professional wrestling. So well, I, I don't care about him as a boxer, but I haven't cared about boxing for 15 years. I don't mind boxing these days, but anyway, that's, that's for another thing. But uh, anyway, look, it's irrelevant to me. Um, Pierce did also say, though, or Ezekiel's a psychopath and ends up like the Abyss in Jacob Park storyline in TNA. You might as well bring Dr. Stevie back, Pierce. Where's Stevie Richards when you need him? Yeah, where is Stevie Richards when I need him? <laughs> All right, Jeff. Settle down. I'm, I'm anyway. pretty sure The Fiend is already occupying that character lane. Maybe. Listen, Elias uh, could make a very good Mercy the Vulture. Maybe. I mean, when are we going to get Elias, actually? Are we going to get him this coming Monday? How long does it take to grow a beard? How long has it been now since we've seen Ezekiel? Three weeks, I think? Probably probably two and a half, three weeks. I mean, I, I think it probably would be another three weeks. It'll be after Cardiff or whatever, but... Um, three weeks is long enough to grow a beard, dude. Well, but he had a full beard. I mean, I right, realized he, he, he too could have changed his appearance, but he's got to grow his hair out and, you know, and, and the whole thing. I mean, Ezekiel... Elias changed his whole body. His whole posture was different. Yeah, I know. Everything changed, man. That's true. You're right. It's really I mean, impressive how, what, what he did. But um, No, you're right. And he doesn't have to change it all back. I mean, Elias wore, you know, shirts and shit. Um, but, no, I, all I want to do is populate, you know, wrestlers don't have gimmicks into uh, manifestations of the puppets. True. <laughs> so anyway, you deserve to become Abby the Witch? Well, speaking of Abby the Witch, where's Lily? Oh, see, I knew you would miss her. Ah, she's, 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 I do. I miss Maddie. her. She, she wasn't did, on Did Lassa get her hands on her again? Or? No, 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 no. Alexa has. <laughs> that was brilliant. Alexa has custody this weekend. Oh, oh, oh really? <laughs> I can't do it tonight for some reason, but um, yeah. So That's why I'm it? interim champion. That's why you have to give up your title. No, 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 no. Not just yet. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Oh, my voice is a bit you know, off. The funniest thing is listening to the skirmish and hearing Am's also trying to do the laugh. Oh, yeah, I know. How's that, right? 
What the hell? Hey, actually, he was on fire on the skirmish this past week, actually. He, he killed it, man. He made me laugh. It was a good episode of it's the skirmish. So, it's and, uh, so funny to me how you guys hate AEW so much more than I do. And Steve hates it so weird. much more than I do. And Banana Williams on people hates it so much more than I do. You know what? Okay, look, 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 look. Before we end this show and, and talk about the main event, I'm going to say this. I don't think that Dynamite was that bad, all right? It, like, really, I actually didn't mind the Punk Moxley shit, right? I, I, I didn't I, mind it, it. You could squash Punk every week for me, and I'll be happy. Right, yeah, I didn't mind it, right? I, it was shocking, but don't get me wrong. Yeah, it was like, shocking. Why that happened. But I didn't mind it, right? And, and, and I said from the start, this is a work, all right? And now, after watching Rampage, is more reason to think that it's a work. By none. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think that they could have worked elements of a shoot into the work, and that's fine. That's okay. Sure, I mean, it's a work shoot. I mean, that, no, that's no what problem. you should try to do in wrestling if there is something, uh, you know, as long as you're not going to get, you know, backstage brawls. And, you know, I, I don't think you're going to get that with Punk and Moxley. Say what you want about them, but they, they're professional wrestlers in the sense that they're professional. They, they you know, at least when it comes to Punk and his own legacy, you know, I, I think I think he cares about that. I think he's totally tone deaf to the parts of his legacy he where care. he walked away. I think he thinks he was righteous in that. Um, but anyway, again, Punk is consistently inconsistent, uh, but he has an internal consistency. Oh, easy. It's take too long to explain. Or is it oh, you look, frozen? Look, so did you there for a split second, and I am delayed. Can you hear me, though? Yeah, you're fine. You're moving again. Uh Okay, cool. Um, what I was going to say is um, the thing about Punk, as much of a crybaby as he is, he's still an entertaining crybaby, if that makes any sense. Like, he still captures the minds and imaginations of most of the fans out there. I've never been the biggest Punk fan, but he does make you know professional wrestling better while he's on it than when he's not. And what's with the smile, actually, Jeff? Because I was trying to fool you that I was frozen. For a minute, I did, I did think that. And I, I, I couldn't hold it long enough for you to. Uh, and then I saw you move. <laughs> I, I was going. I was calling Total J Uso on myself. Oh no! Well, it didn't work. All right, right. Jeff. But for whatever reason, lately Streamyard has been causing me some issues, man. I I don't know why. At least once every show lately, I've been doing the the freeze, man. I, you you I have get to it. have the. Whip those copybores uh, more harshly. Apparently, oh. they're, they're now running on your electric treadmill. Dude, usually my internet is running one of the better ones compared to everyone, but not lately, man. I don't know well, what's going on. Time to, to crank up the old uh, Wallaby generator. <laughs> You're a character, Jeff. Shut up, man. For crying out loud, let's get back to the main event. Or actually, before we do that, um, yeah, like I said, I didn't mind what was happening on dynamite except it's just a mess that's all it's just no substance to it i don't know what's going on it's just crazy are we still getting this match at all is it all out that's coming up are we getting uh, that match that's that's what they're saying and it certainly looks like it that uh, they're playing up the punk's gonna try to play through the pain you can't do one of those things can't do any more damage to it they'll tape it up so i, I don't so know basically Get your win in Cleveland for Moxley, you know, being the home, you know, town boy, but not exactly hometown because he's from Cincinnati, but still an Ohio guy, right? right? Ohio, man. right? And uh, so now that we're in Chicago for all out, that means Punk can get his win back in fucking Chicago and look right. like the hero. 
as the underdog babyface. Ah, oh, give me a break. That makes me sick. Hey, listen, if that's it what may you call make you sick, booking. but it's a wrestling story. Now, how how no, no, we're supposed is. to explain? He broke his foot and is, is but, okay yeah. in a championship and match. The opposite in days. Well, you know everything goes in fast forward in AEW, including healing broken bones. See, but that's that that's that's what takes me out of the disbelief, though, man. You see the problem? Yes, I do. I I'm sort of with you on that. Um, but it's like I said months ago, and Jargo said months ago. I and I, and I don't remember what your position on it was, to be frank. But it was you only have a few years to make money with CM Punk, and he's right. your he's really your only money guy right now. Um, so you have to you have to put the belt on him and then you did and he broke his foot basically immediately being a doofus um I love that know, and, doofus. Uh, the, the problem is uh, and this is a problem that i learned yesterday from banana um from zero news that apparently the people at discovery don't like cm punk like the people that really? met him like in la like during upfronts and meetings and things like that they like they Took a visceral disliking to him, like he apparently he was himself, and like uh, yeah, he's he's a douchebag, right? But they they don't want the show centered around him. They don't want him. Uh, right, now this right. is this is according to Banana, so you know, I mean, you know, and he can't reveal the sources, but uh, they they've been reliable, and you know, I guess we'll see. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff swirling around Discovery, and depending on how big a fan you are of AEW or not, or the opposite, you're, you're okay. going to believe what you want to believe, but there's there's a lot of smoldering smoke out there. Yeah, definitely. And you know what? Like, like, we all know Punk is the biggest douchebag out there, dude. So, you know, he, he will tell you that himself. So it is what it is. But he just he does come across like, like he looks down on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't really want to go too much into it because people can listen to Hammerlock Hangover about it and they can listen uh -huh, to your really? your their your <laughs> thoughts on, on Dynamite. That's true also. So check out Hammerlock Hangover. Have you uploaded it yet, Jeff? Uh no, because I don't I need Steve to send me the MP3 or you gotta send me a oh. link for to do it. So that's my job now. Steve, get your shit together, bro. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing your job. Yeah, all right. I'll send you the link to it after we we take this show home. Um, anyway, back to SmackDown. Anyway, let's let's talk back to WWE and get back into this main event. Main I event. don't even know. If, I don't even know if I want to go blow for blow at this point no, after all that. Blow for blow doesn't matter. But but basically, we get Drew McIntyre winning by pinfall with a claymore. But post match, Roman Reigns runs in, in and blindsides Drew McIntyre, beating him down. Drew manages to post Reigns. But the Usos have recovered and attack him. McIntyre is able to fend them off, but Roman returns and hits the spear. The Usos then return with chairs to beat Drew down. Hey, Drew down. That's a rapper from back in the day. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before, Jeff. Remember Drew down? No. Oh, well, you should. He was, he was a classic back then. Anyway. Drew Drew Brown. <laughs> Drew Brown. They throw McIntyre out of the ring like a sack of shit, pretty much, and over the announce table, beating him down while the tribal chief watches on with approval. They throw Drew into the barricade and hold him up. Sammy's back on his feet with a hell of a kick against the barricade. Zayn holds Drew up for a steel chair, for steel stair shots, sorry, not chairs, from the Usos. They throw McIntyre back into the ring to Roman as Jay 
Uh, Pye faces Sammy in passing because he can't resist the shot. And Reigns trash talks Drew before locking the guillotine in and choking him out as Roman sets a chair up over McIntyre's head and neck and then takes a seat. His cousin's laying his title bouts on his shoulders as he says he runs this industry and wants somebody to come and take it from him. Basically saying, Molo love in Greek, come and get it. And uh, let me in. Let, let, I hope so, because who's left? Uh, well, Brock? You got Cross. You got Cody's uh, on the mend, you know? Yeah, but he's not, he's not going to be around till January. You know how that's going to go. Oh, no, she's back. <laughs> no, no, don't let her in, Jeff. Please, don't let her in. <laughs> I wish I had the effect, you know, the 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 fiend effect that goes sort of thing. If I could do that, <laughs> God damn it, Lily, I'm gonna get you. I hope La Sicaria tears you apart. <laughs> Where is she? Whoa, I'm surprised she still got hair left, Jeff. <laughs> she went on a giant swing with La Sicaria. Was it yesterday or the day before? One of those days. Yeah, they're getting along today. Oh, really? I wonder, yeah. I'm not going to ask you what you three got up to, but um, yeah. <laughs> None of your business. But we're, get, <laughs> but we're getting closer to the big day, though, Jeff. Extremely closer. Cla- Class of Cardiff? <laughs> Don Tony's wedding? <laughs> it is some sort of wedding, but not Don Tony's and definitely not Clash of the Castle, whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about, Jeff. Come on now. Just waiting, don't, just waiting for you and D to fly in, so I, I have uh, my best man and, and maid of honor here. Ah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, that means a lot, Jeff. Don't mm-hmm. make me fly in. I will. Believe me, I'll fly in. I'll yeah, fly in. Really well. You'll see me in 24 hours if I really wanted to. But um, but anyway, yeah, pretty much about 24 hours. Um, but anyway, Jeff, you know what? There's not much more really to talk about. I mean, it's probably on the shorter side of a smack talk. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Recently, we've been going for nearly two hours. Listen, the end was good. the 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 match was good. The end was good. It was it was brutal. Uh, you know, they beat the shit out of Drew, and and you know, and next week they're going to celebrate Roman's uh, two years of being the the champion. So there you go. There's, cool. That's that's you know, there were no <laughs> surprises. It. There were no new debuts. Nothing, nothing like that. So slowing down with that. So the raw was. Raw was good, great ending, a couple of good segments, but also Raw was much better. Than I'm Smackdown, sorry, I, I, I mean SmackDown, but yeah, oh. a, a great ending, a few good segments, a few okay, you know, a couple of good matches. The women's stuff wasn't so good, and and everything involving Maximum Male Models and Hit Row um, stunk pretty much. Hit Row is he's, he's really on the verge of getting flushed down the toilet into jobber territory if they ain't careful, dude. Well, I mean, they've only had one match and they won it, so they want to know. But uh, I don't know. We'll 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 see. Uh, listen, I never really obscurity. Uh, listen, the star was always Swerve. Swerve. And, listen, if you saw Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, and Barry Windham walking around, you wouldn't think that was impressive too. You needed Flair mm-hmm. to make them important. When you had only Lorcan, Pete Dunne, and Danny Birch walking around. It meant nothing until Pat McAfee was in front of them. The band needs a front man, and they don't have a front man. Fair point. You're right. Well, you're saying that, Jeff. Tell them where they can find you because we're about to do the carnage anyway. So yep, I'm glad we got on. through this quick. 
Lots of stuff on these networks here. A lot of shows on the PWC, including Hammerlock Hangover, um, which is my wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena, as I've alluded to several times. Uh, we had a guest this week, Banana Williams Unpeeled from Zero News. Um, that's a Twitter handle, obviously. Um, and Zero News, very reliable stuff. My non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom. And, uh, and its sister show is Garden Views, both on the Garden of the Doom feed, also on PWC Network, and some of these other fine networks above my head. Um, you can find me at Twitter, at IcarusFellMD. And uh, check out those shows. Garden, the most recent Garden Views was on yeah. trademarks, copyrights, and other intellectual property slash entertainment law. And the latest uh, Garden of Doom was on Vedic and Indian, uh, the Indian mythologies and uh, pantheons. Nice, very nice. Well, as Jeff said, if you want to follow me, you can at the PwC Network on Twitter and at DJ Mass Effects. Also, like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.popping.com. As Jeff alluded to, you can find all of our shows, including himself and me. Um, also, like and subscribe at channelattitude.com for five bucks. You get to see me. And Jeff, even he was on the latest episode of Uncaged, where we talk about AW and Rampage in particular. And also, please like and subscribe at Hamim Media Group via channelattitude.com. Also, um, in saying that, Jeff, let's take it home. I'm Jimmy T. He's Jeff Lipman, and you've been listening and watching the PWC Friday Night Smack yeah. Talk right here on the PWC Network. Peace out. Brain is still rattled from the shock. When they leave it in the box, it's enough to call a medical yacht. Stop, watch, get a lock when I rock. Let them all just hop the block. <laughs> Better save your neighbor. Let your kiddies all know the snake and bad is cold for stranger days. Man, stealing some paper. But they never call a cops. Next presidential with a blast. Strange bird, never had my own flight. Miami where the bassers drop. And the red lights blink, but your chills don't stop. Gotta get that quap, gotta raise them clocks. She popped that top and the cat is blazing. Well, this rap pack is quite flavored. Sammy Davis in a manger. Drinking again is killing the faith in her. Singing and slimming into her labia. Kick drums humming, slaving ya. Split crumbs up, we're baking ya. See, this one's cut your steak and up. Sick mix up of unstable time. Feeling the vibe. Whipping the steaming wheel of this car that I drive. They wanna see our demise. They got the greenest of Yeah.
And now down in the drop zone again. Ricochet with another opportunity. The pinpoint accuracy on those kicks should be noted. Ricochet heading up to the top rope. Corbin's in trouble. Ricochet, shooting star, connects. Cover on Corbin, hook for the leg. It's over. Ricochet with a win. Here is your winner. SH taking a peek see at the title. Tag. Sonya makes the tag. She's now legal. Sonya, former official. Not sure that anyone understands that Sonya is legal now, but nonetheless, Nikki ASH. This is the big brain of Sonya right now. Oh, oh, my, God. oh my goodness! A superplex off the top rope. Out into a pile of superstars. And now Sonya Deville looks to capitalize. Nikki ASH is legal as well. Sonya gets her back in the ring. Here's the cover. Hook of the leg. And Sonya and Natalya advance. Here are your winners, the team of Natalya and Sonya By the way, this ain't even our bus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Oh. The Prophet's bus. off the apron, and oh! Meteora taking down DeVille. And Natalia now. Natalia and Sonya said one rookie mistake. Michinoku driver. Wow, what a beautiful story about redemption. Congratulations, Mr. McIntyre. I mean, who knows? Maybe right now really is your time. Or maybe not. However, take this moment, think about it, feel it, savor it, because in reality, at any given moment, I can pump my arm through the back of your head, and all of your achievements will mean absolutely nothing. TikTok. I'll make you a promise. A clash of the castle 
I will drag that title off your lifeless body and into the belly of the Red Dragon. Seamus, you're a man to be respected. I give you that. But you're nothing like me. I am the Intercontinental Champion. And to protect this title, I'm going to teach you what violence really means. In Cardiff, not only am I going to retain this title, but I'm going to chop your chest into bloody bits. I'm going to break your body. I'm going to break your spirit. I'm going to break the man that everybody thinks cannot be broken. Seamus, the ring and I will break you. Oh, look at this. Borgs went after Ludwig. Look at, and Ludwig fighting back and Gunther and Sheamus have not taken their eyes off one another. What a chop! And now Jimmy Uso and Jay on the other side, blindsided by McIntyre, roll up by Sammy, looking to steal one here on Drew, again has to kick a two. And McIntyre. Claymore! Welcome to Claymore Country, Sami Zayn! You guys, if you can't give us just a few minutes to talk to everybody to say what we need to say, just a few minutes. Stop. One thing a Viking despises more than anything in the world is weakness and it makes us sick to see you in our ring groveling like a wounded animal and sometimes the best thing to do for a wounded animal is to put them down well, I think that's and the Viking Raiders now marching to the ring, and Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods are vulnerable here. I mean, he's actually in a wheelchair. Put him down, he's already done. Oh, wait a minute! This is so Big Daddy cool! Oh, 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 oh! Kendo Kingston's back! Xavier Woods is healed! And the New Day unloading on the Viking Raiders with kendo sticks. The New Day set the trap, and the Viking Raiders step right into it. You say weak and wounded animals. Looks like the New Day's better than ever. Trying to fire back up to Bill. Standing switched by Rodriguez. Oh, and Allen. Oh, oh. Look at. Oh, the Tejana bomb. Ding dong. Raquel and Aliyah are heading to Raw in the finals. 
Here are your winners, the team oh, there's of Aaliyah. Aaliyah Very convenient. Champion picking his spot. McIntyre worn down, wounded, and Roman Reigns now on the attack. Roman said he couldn't be out here for the match for Sammy. It'd be too distracting. So he came out after the match immediately and out talking trash and looking to beat McIntyre down. Now Roman set into the post, shoulder first, and the Usos, Molly McIntyre, two on one. The Usos are always there to have Roman Reigns back, but McIntyre says not tonight, fighting back against Jimmy and Jay. Jimmy and Jay Uso, a valuable part of this reign. Spear! Again, Roman takes advantage of the distraction. Understand me! The top of the mountain is mine! And you won't ever have it until I'm done with it. You understand me? Now Roman Reigns with a guillotine.
sickness. I robbed my adversaries, but slipped and left the witness. Wonder if they'll catch me or will this nigga snitch? Should I shoot his bitch or make the nickel rich? Don't wanna commit murder, but damn, they got me trapped. Hawking while I'm walking and talking behind my back. I'm kinda schizophrenic. I'm in this shit to win it. Cause life's a wheel of fortune, it's my chance to spin it. Got no time for cops who trip and try to catch me. Too fucking trigger happy to let them suckers snatch me. Niggas getting jealous, trying to find my stash. Swim about the nine, now I'm a dime off your ass. Peter picked a pepper, but I could pick a pump. Snatched him like a bitch and threw him in the trunk. The punk thought I was bluffing, but square him nothing nice. Before I take your life, first wrestle with these mics. I listen to a screams until he went insane. I guess the little might have finally found his brain. The rollers pull me over, I'm sentenced to the pen. Remember that little bird, he snitched and told a friend. It's trouble on my mind, I'm with the old timers. Fuck five all. Turn them into 49ers. Bye, bye. The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.